There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard round the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry, and John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boys, David Crockett. I'm Lee. Coming to you from the D-Tom Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Maker's Mark Bourbon, this is Don't Tread on America. everybody doing out there today it is sunday november 5th 2023 <sighs> sorry i'm late I'm late to the party it's nine o'clock at night here in uh the free state of florida I've had a very busy and active friday and it's very hard to record here in the dark i don't like any lights on i like it dark just a candle blowing in the wind it's up at quarter to four this morning Went to the gym. From the gym, me and the wife went and had breakfast. From breakfast, I went out to my son's house and helped build a swing set. Then, got done with that. Went and met my wife at her job. And uh, we went and had dinner. Then I just got home, took a shower. And I'm here. All right. So, a couple of things, guys, because I want to get this show in real quick. It's not going to be a long one, trust me, when I tell you this, because I'm tired. But I wanted to, to touch on a few things that happened today on Sunday, and the biggest reason is, there it is, is <laughs> because I can't see the volume button, so I'm, I've got about 20 fucking knobs in front of me. i got to find the right one. Uh, it's because there's some things I want to talk about, because I know it's going to be talked about tomorrow, so I want to beat all the suckers to it, and you can hear it here first, and you can know that I might, I might, hear me out, I might know a little bit about something. Anyway, before we do that, we're going to get to this, uh, the business, right? Whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, guys, please, Please, number one, make sure you're following the show. You're subscribed, whatever the button is there for whatever podcast app you're on. 
It doesn't cost you anything. I don't have, I barely, like I said, I've said this a hundred times. I, I barely have enough time to get these shows done. I'm not going to start a Patreon and have premium content because I don't have that fucking kind of time in the day. My tagline goes, repeat after me, guys, right? I'm just a dude with a full-time job and a part-time podcast. God knows I'm lucky I can squeeze out three shows a week. Sure shit can't squeeze out anything extra. Anywho, subscribe and make sure you share with your friends. And uh, also, if you are on the social media... You can follow us at Don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, and the Ticker Talker. Also on True Social, Don't Tread on America. And on the Twitter X machine at DTOM underscore 1775. And if you are not on social media, that's fine. You can check us out at DontTreadOnAmerica.com. From all of those situations, you can message me directly. I have a couple of people hit me up on some, some suggestions or some thoughts of what I have about stuff. I'm looking into those. Uh, maybe I'll bring them up in a future show. So just keep them coming, guys. Trust me, I'm reading your stuff. Okay? And uh, also, from all those entities, guys, you can please check out the DTOM store. The link is at the bottom of the podcast app. It's also on the website. Check that out, guys. It's fall, wintertime, Christmas is right around the corner. You know, if, ladies, you know your husband like a DTOM sweatshirt. You know he would. Uh, and guys, maybe the, maybe the wife would too. I don't know. I got them. Women's sizes, men's size. Check it out. Free shipping will save you a ton. And trust me, the turnaround on this prod and on the stuff within a week. You put the order in, I guarantee you within a week that thing is shipped out. So check it out. Help a brother out. You're not really helping me out per se. You're helping the show out. You're helping me for advertising. You're helping for the the uh, broadcast of the show. I'm not putting a penny of this into my pocket. I'm turning it right back into the show, guys. Please. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> also, uh, also, I guess that's it. Yeah, just uh, follow us on social media. And, um, yeah, good times, good times, fun things. And like I said at the beginning of the show, guys, today is November 5th. So, <laughs> you know what that remember, means, right? Remember, remember the 5th of November. The gunpowder, treason, and plot. I know of no reason why the gunpowder treason should ever be forgot. So, I did this. Sh I did a show similar to this about two years ago. And uh, <laughs> in all honesty, and I'm going to be perfectly honest with you guys because I feel like I can be because we're here. We're friends, right? We're all friends. And uh, I'm sipping on a drink. <laughs> Shocker. I know, right? Mm. That one is good. Peanut butter whiskey. Crown apple. With a touch of crown maple. Oh my god. Anyway. Um, and I was going to just replay that show. Perfectly honest with you. You know, I have nothing to hide. I was going to take the lazy way out and be like, yeah, here we go. November 5th, 2021. Boom. I was kind of touching on the show. Number one, I sound like absolute dog shit. First year doing the show, I'm like, hey guys, how's it going out there? It's a piece of JCC. Sound like crap. And uh, it was a lot about COVID. And we don't need to talk about that shit, right? Past. It's in the past. Who gives a shit? Blase and blase. So what is Guy Fawkes Day? Today, right now, well, it's probably over now because this is later in the evening here. So it's probably tomorrow there. But today in England was Guy Fawkes Day. Guy Fawkes Day. 
And now, who is and what is Guy Fawkes Day and what's the whole point? The gunpowder treason, as he was so eloquently saying, is a fucking work. Jesus motherfucking Christ. <sighs> so, Guy Fawkes Day is also called Bonfire Night. It's a British observance celebrated on the 5th of November, co commemorating the failure of the gunpowder plot in 1605. Now, the gunpowder plot was led by Robert Gatsby, and they were zealous Catholics, enraged, I should say, not engaged, but enraged, at King James I for refusing to grant greater religi religious tolerance to Catholics, and they planned to blow up the House of Parliament. During the state opening of Parliament, intended to kill the king and the members of Parliament in order to clear the way to reestablishing a Catholic rule in England. The plan failed when the conspirators were, be, uh, were betrayed by one of them. Guy Fawkes was taken into custody the evening before the attack in the cellar where the explosives to be, were to be placed. And uh, the other conspirators were all either killed, resisting capture, or like Fawkes, tried, to, uh, tried, convicted, and executed. In the aftermath, Parliament declared November 5th a national holiday of Thanksgiving, and the first celebration of it took place in 1606. Today, Guy Fawkes is celebrated in the United Kingdom in a number of countries that were formerly part of the British Empire with parades, fireworks, bonfires, and food. Straw effigies of Fawkes are tossed into bonfire, as are in more recent years in some places those of contemporary political figures. So, I guess in essence what that means is, now granted this was 400 years ago, this would be similar to, say, a State of the Union address and someone trying to blow up the Capitol building. Basically, what that was that uh, boils down to. Now, there are some people calling for a similar situation based around J6 in the sense that not celebrating, excuse me, not celebrating January 6th of what happened, the insurrection, the deadly insurrection. And, and it's interesting that we're talking about this because this is going to lead into something. So just stick with me, guys. Um, I personally, if you've been a longtime listener of this show, I think the whole J6 shit is bullshit. If you watch the videos, you see... Now, I'm not saying that there weren't some people doing some bullshit stuff, breaking windows and, and whatnot. But a lot of that was agitated by paid conspirators. Dictators, I guess is a better word. Much like these, these marches that are going on nowadays, much like the marches for George Floyd and Michael Brown and whoever else, these are all paid situations where you have a group of people being paid by somebody whoever that somebody is whether it's george soros or whoever and we live in a country full of simple-minded followers that they just like yeah let's do it you know and but if you look at a lot of the footage where these these people were going into the the capitol building and there's cops just sitting there like, yep, come on in. And it kills me that people are actually being prosecuted for this stuff. But nonetheless, there's there's suggestions that that we in this country have a similar Guy Fawkes Day. I wouldn't be called that, but whatever. In the sense, maybe it'd be called Roy, Roy Epps Day. 
Maybe that's what it would be. But in this situation, it's um, because they failed on J6. Failed at what? I don't know what the... <laughs> but anyway. Uh, but interesting thing is about this. We, we're still on the subject of January 6th. And this has been, what, three, no, two years, right? January 6th of 21 is when this happened, right? And it's still being, pro there's still being people prosecuted. There's been however many people prosecuted. This has been going on for two plus years, almost going on three years. But just recently, just yesterday, Yesterday, so today's Sunday, the 5th, yesterday, they're all around the world, guys, in, in all London, Paris, Spain. I, I, I know those were cities and Spain's a country, but because I, I don't know what city. It might have been Madrid, could have been Barcelona. I don't know. So we're just going to call it Spain. Wherever it was in Spain, if you live in Spain, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, through this country, uh, New York, Chicago, D.C., um, there's these protests, and they've been going on for the last couple of weeks now over this Palestine-Israel situation. And I have been saying for the last couple of weeks that this is eerily resemblance. If you watch, if you watch these situations of the BLM protests and the Antifa protests over the last couple of years, granted, these numbers are a lot bigger because, like I said, we live in a world, in a country especially, of simple-minded followers that can't think on their own and can't do any kind of research. Now, I think a lot of these people, I think there's a chunk of these people that are protesting, that are following along and marching in these lines, that honestly believe that Palestine should be free. And I have to say that as far as the Palestinian people are concerned, I, I agree. Now, in the sense of Hamas, and that's where the lines are getting blurred and crossed and interwebbed and all the fucking shit. We're we're accusing a a race or a region, whatever you want to call the Palestinians. I don't I don't know the word I'm looking for, but we we accuse these people of being terrorists when it's really just a sect of these people that are terrorists. It's like saying all Muslims are ter I mean, I know these folks are Muslims, but just hang on with me. It's like saying everyone in in uh, Iran or Afghanistan or Jordan or Syria or whatever that are of whatever religion, whether it's Muslim, whatever, are terrorists because of Hamas or because of Hezbollah or because of, uh, I almost said Antifa, because of <laughs> ISIS or because of the Taliban. We are supposed to believe that everyone that lives in that country because that country houses those different situations that the innocent families children grandmas grandpas whatever are guilty by association now the interesting thing is and i and i, I don't want to get too far into what i'm saying there because i have more to talk about but when we talk about insurrection insurrection in this country and we talk about the the um fuck the uh, parade, God bless the protest, God bless it, <laughs> in this country that, that were going on yesterday. Now, if you look at the ones that happened in D.C. yesterday, they marched all the way through, I mean, and the cities were covered with people. I mean, like, you couldn't see pavement. Like, God forbid, if you're just a tourist, if you just happen to, hey, hey honey, I think in November we'll go to uh, D.C. to 
see you know whatever and um it'll be a nice vacation and we'll have fun and we'll get to see all the history and then we'll go to the museums and we'll go there and we'll go here and then this shit happens because like we went to dc i don't know um 2017 i think and um for you know springtime when we see cherry blossoms we can see history i love history shocker um we we can see all these monuments and we can see all this stuff guys i hadn't been there since i was a kid and um but could you imagine you plan ahead most people plan way ahead okay we're on vacation what are we gonna do okay we go on vacation in april uh, i really want to go to dc so you book your vacation so oh i really want to go to um i really want to go to dc when we go on vacation the first week of november oh that'd be great you fly in or you drive in, whatever your case may be. <laughs> and then you get there and this bullshit happens. Can you imagine? Anyway, um, they marched all the way up to the White House where they are climbing the fences, shaking the fences. Now, it's not that they were going to get in. But it's interesting how a similar situation happened in 2020. And I have a video I'm going to play here in just a second. Not that you can see anything in the video, but you can hear what this gentleman's saying and these things were not insurrections or they they're not labeled insurrections these people marched all the way up to the white house gates climbing the fence shaking the fence oh it's okay biden wasn't there so everything's fine now the funny thing is about that is should have been snipers on the roof of the white house and trained on these people but we're led to believe all oh, these are just peaceful protesters it's one thing and far be it for me to sit here and deny anybody's freedom of speech okay it's the first first amendment but when you start getting rambunctious and rowdy and you start throwing and breaking and turning over cars and doing shit it's not a peaceful protest. We talked about this before with the protest in, in Portland and throughout the country during the George Floyd situation. Peaceful protest is when you're just marching down the street and you're whatever you're talking about is what you're talking about. And that's that. An insurrection, on the other hand, is an act or instance of revolting against civil authority or an established government. So when a very, very, very large group of people, it wasn't like it was a thousand people, I would be willing to bet there had to be upwards of half a million people in this march. And I'm not just saying that because the streets were covered with people. And it's not like there was just people caught up in the mix. These people were dressed a certain way. They were carrying signs. They were doing whatever. Marched all the way up to the White House pushing on the fence, trying to break in. Now, the interesting thing about this is if these folks hadn't have been, uh, let me just, let me paint a picture. If all of these people had red MAGA hats on and were, were screaming about how the election was stolen and how Biden's not rightful president or whatever, right? This conversation would be different. We wouldn't, it just wouldn't get swept under the rugs and it's, oh, nothing to see here. Because you probably, if you don't happen to watch the news, 
you probably don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. But if these were Trump supporters or MAGA people or whatever you want to call them, it would have been all over the place. And that's the bullshit of our media. Now, this is um, a guy, right? He was saying stuff. It's crazy. Now, this is um, Congressman... Let me see if I can make this stop before he starts talking. Stop talking. Stop talking. Okay. <laughs> this is Congressman Wesley Hunt uh, out of Texas. And um, I will allow him to talk now if I can find the volume button. And just uh, listen to what he has to say. And I'll, I'll, if I can explain anything in as far as the pictures are concerned, you'll understand yeah, a little bit better. Continue to prosecute people from January 6th to the tune of around 1,000 more people to be charged in not-so-distant future. Now, January 6th was over two years ago, and the DOJ is still looking to charge more people. Yet, when there is a true domestic terror threat like Antifa, the DOJ did not direct people to a national hotline. Nor do they report these threats to our communities. Now, my colleagues on the left will tell you that Antifa doesn't exist. It's an idea. Uh, but I, my question is, is, where is the intellectual curiosity to determine how Antifa, a highly coordinated domestic terrorist organization, is funded and organized? The DOJ did not set up a hotline for Antifa. They set up a hotline for you. No federal resources were set aside to investigate the violence that we saw unleashed across this country during the summer of love in 2020. Please note some of these photos. That's, wait a minute, that's not January 6th. That's May 31st, 2020. That's right in front of the White House. That's where the president lives. And at the time, President Trump was ushered into a bunker because his life was being threatened. Where was the hotline? Next photo. That's not January 6th either. That's July 27th. That is in Portland. And that is Antifa rioting and pillaging our country. Where was the hotline? Next slide. Well, hot damn. <laughs> That's not January 6th either. Those are more rioters that are destroying and rioting in Salt Lake City. Next slide. I believe that, is that it? We, we, but wait, there's more. And that's not January 6th either. That's, that's June 1st, 2020. And that's the streets of D.C. They're being rioted and pillaged, and pillaged or by, by rioters. Where's the outrage? Where's the hotline? This is what domestic terror looks like. This is not a school board meeting. There is no hotline for any of these riots. And we are going to have a hotline that's going to report parents for caring about their children's education. So this was him back in March, uh, earlier this year, March 23rd of 23. And he posted this video in his comments says, in light of the attack on the White House tonight by pro-Hamas militants, he says, let's revisit DOJ's intellectual curiosity for hunting down Antifa versus J6 pros, uh, protesters. And that's the point. There's such a double standard. And the interesting thing is, is like I said before, prior to Biden being president, it was uh, 
peaceful protest. And because Biden is president, these things happen. And this just goes to show how stupid these protesters were or are. They marched to the White House where Biden is kind of on their side. So what was the point of the protest? Now, back to the Israel-Palestinian. Uh, and, and I don't even want to say Palestinian because we talked about this the other day. Now, I had a very uh, spirited conversation with one of my friends at the gym this morning about this situation. And, of course, I have one more video to, to show you, and, and it pains me to tell you in this video, the person that I'm going to play is someone that most of us here could give two shits about, okay? And I have done shows about him and situations that have happened around him that uh, I think are very mysterious. But it pains me to say this. In this video, I agree with everything he has to say. And <laughs> I brought this up today to Chris and, and the other guy at the gym. And... Uh, Here's the thing. Now, this person, he is a Joe Rogan fanatic. Like, if he listens to any, he doesn't listen to this show, which is fine. And I've said this before. This is someone that I work with. And I'm not talking about Chris, but this other gentleman. I want to say his name because whatever. Now, this is someone I work with. He doesn't listen to this show because his excuses are oh, politics. And I don't really get too political. I don't sit here and praise whomever or talk shit about whomever i talk shit about everybody and but this just is the ignorant ignorance of a lot of people in this country for sure and i would assume a lot of the rest of the world about this whole situation because we are told one side of the story and that's the only side like in this country i can't speak for other countries but in this country you can watch any mainstream media, Fox, CN, uh, CNBC, MSNBC, uh, CNN, whatever. And the basic story is about the same. The only interesting one was when I played the clip the other day from CNN with Wolf Blitzer talking to the lieutenant colonel of the IDF about them bombing the refugee camp. But for the most part, they're all speaking the same language. They're delving into the project mockingbird for sure but anyway my conversation with this guy today was about this and i said i can't you know i can't believe i'm agreeing with this person but he said you know these words and I, i'm being very vague obviously I want, I want you to listen to the clip and he's like so i, I don't understand if you know if if this is his word I, I i don't recall it word for word but this is basically what he said if in his mind, it's we have, or you know, Israel has the green light to be able to do whatever they got to do to get these people. I said, so it's okay for them to bomb a refugee camp to kill one person that they don't even know if they killed this person. Well, they shouldn't be in the refugee camp. Well, do you know why they're in the refugee camp? 
Well, it's because they wanted to be there. No, the fuck they didn't. They'd rather probably be at the house. But, oh, by the way, they don't have a house because that got bombed too. You see what I'm saying? And then the argument continued on. He's like, well, these they're putting babies in ovens and microwaves and whatever. Show me the proof. I, I hear that. I hear what you're saying. You're spouting everything you watch on the news to me. You're not telling me anything that I haven't heard. Show me the proof. I told you guys the other day. I can show you. This is why I tell them. I, show, I can show you proof that Israel has killed over 3,000 children. Palestinian, Palestinian children. But you can't show me proof that Hamas, I'm not saying Hamas is an innocent bystander in this whole situation. I'm not saying that. My point being is this. They, the media, is trying to get at us, the stupid public, by telling us these things. Okay? I said, show me the proof. He tells me... You're taking the word of of that side. I said, I'm not taking the word. It's not like a Hamas general or whatever got on Twitter and I saw him post, oh, they're killing our babies. I didn't, I'm not saying that. It was savethechildren.org, a independent save the children fucking uh, thing, whatever, <laughs> uh, that posted this. It wasn't a pro-Hamas website or Twitter page or whatever. And I said, so you're telling me that I'm taking the word of, 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 a, of a side that's saying this. You're doing the same thing. At least I can show you data that proves that this is happening. You're spouting rhetoric from the mainstream media. Whatever channel you're watching, whether it's Fox, Newsmax, CNN, whatever you're watching or listening to or seeing on Twitter or whatever social media you're on, where someone is saying that that Hamas is burning these children in ovens. Now, I'm not saying that they are not doing that. I'm not saying that. And this is what I told him. I said, just show me the proof. And even if you could say here, I said, and I told him this. I said, that is a trigger response. And he's like, what do you mean? Isn't it ironic how... Hamas just happens to be throwing these kids in ovens. You don't think that's not, they're not telling us this for a reason. Because here's my opinion on this. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But just listen to me. If someone is doing something bad and, and you claim that someone did a bad thing, whatever that thing is and whoever that person is, if you make the claim and you have no proof to back it up, then it's just your word versus theirs, right? But I'm supposed to believe their word because you're better than them? You understand what I'm saying? My opinion on this is this. If we know this to be true, and I told this story the other day about how this lady was on Fox and she was saying how this uh, husband, wife, and child... So Hamas went into their house, killed the husband, raped the wife, and put the child in the oven so and left the wife alive so they she could hear 
the screams and torture of their of her baby and as the baby died when the baby died then they killed the wife okay and i asked the question and i'm really not trying to be mean to the situation i'm just trying to tell show you guys that what we're being told much like what happened in with ukraine is a bunch of fucking bullshit and they're trying to tug at everyone's heartstrings over this situation my question was how does she know how does she know she was told a story from a person that was told a story from a person that was told a story because if she was there if i was there if you were there what would you do you would whip out your fucking phone and take a picture. Here's the husband dead. Here's the wife, you know, beat up and raped and dead. And here's the burnt baby in the fucking oven. We don't see any of that. Now, once again, I'm not saying it didn't happen or it's not happening. But if it was actually happening, don't you think you would see some proof of it? Even if it was a blurred out picture. They're not even doing that. They're not even staging a picture opportunity for us to tug at our heartstrings even more. They're using keywords and key phrases and key situations to tug at the heartstrings of Americans, Jewish people all around the world, and people in different first world countries, wherever that is. England, all right, yeah, England, France, Spain, Germany, so on and so forth. Do you understand what I'm saying? They're using key phrases like Pearl Harbor and 9-11. When I hear people say that, I think of what actually happened with those situations. Not the events that we were told happened, but what led to those events that actually happened. And then we go a step further and say they're burning babies in ovens. You can't tell me that they're not saying those things because that they know they're going to trigger a response from the American people, the Jewish community all around the world. They know they're going to gauge a response. I saw a video the other day, I think it was yesterday, of Hasidic Jews in Israel protesting the Jewish or the Israeli army doing what they're doing against Hamas. You had Hasidic Jews. These are Orthodox Jews, Jewish people that are like hardcore. You understand what I'm saying? They're hardcore Jewish people. I know I'm hitting the mic a lot, but I'm getting a little fired up. It's 9.36 on a fucking Sunday night, and I'm ready to rock and roll. These gentlemen, Hasidic Jew, fucking Orthodox, hardcore Jewish people, protesting the war, not Hamas, IDF. Why? Because of the things that the IDF is doing to the Palestinian people, not to Hamas. Does does the Israeli army have every right to go after Hamas? Yes, 100%. Get them, kill them, do whatever you got to do with them. I don't give a shit. But they're not doing that. They're clearing a path of destruction. And my friend says, well, so what? They're not supposed to do that? No, <laughs> they're not. You're, you're not making any sense. So... Chris says to him, so do you think it was okay for us to just take the land from the Indians? And it's a similar situation. We can, and I'm not going to revisit the Balfour Declaration and all that bullshit. I'm not going through that. You can listen to the shows if you chose, so choose to. But however, the Jewish people ended up landing in the country of Israel because the country of Israel is not even 80 years old. I'm not talking about the historic land of Israel. I'm talking about the country 
of Israel. And they cut a swash of land out for Palestine. And the reason they're fighting is historical. And his comment to me was, well, the leader of Hamas is calling for the, the, the execution of all Jewish people. Okay, fair. Kill that person. Fine, I have no problem with that. The problem is, is like I told you all the other day, Netanyahu did the same fucking thing about, quote-unquote, those people. He didn't specify Hamas. He quoted the Bible. He quoted these people as Amalek and what Amalek has done to us. Not what Hamas has done to us. Amalek. And I told you the scripture in the Bible where, the, where uh, I can't remember the passage, but nonetheless, where he had said that... Um, as a matter of fact, give me a second. If my computer can move a little fucking faster, come on, blessed be. <sighs> Motherfucker, I swear to God. <sighs> fucking shit. See if I can find it real quick. See if I can find it real fucking quick. Let's see. I think it's this part. Let's see if I'm right. Twitter load, Twitter load, Twitter load. Let's go, let's go. No, that's not it. I know this is riveting. I really didn't know if I was going to get into all this, so just bear with me, guys. Just bear with me. Come on, computer. Let's fucking go. All right, so this was in Samuel, verse 15, chapter 15, verse 2 through 3. Uh, thus saith the Lord of hosts, I have noted what Amalek did to Israel. Now, this wasn't the other day. <laughs> this was thousands of years ago. Uh, opposing them on their way when they came up out of Egypt. Now go and strike Amalek and devote to destruction all they have. Do not spare them, but kill both man and woman, child and infant. Netanyahu quoted that. I mean, this is out of the Bible. But his quote was, remember what Amalek did. He's referring to this passage in the Bible. So, if, and once again, I said, did you see where this was or did you hear that maybe this guy said that? And once again, I have no problem with wiping Hamas off the face of the earth. I have no problem with that. And if if whoever the leader of Hamas is, I can't recall his name. I'm not going to look it up because God knows my fucking computer is moving slower than dog shit. But if this person said that, fine. Kill him too. Okay? But Netanyahu's calling for the extenuation, extenuation, extin, God, I can't even, is killing. Let's just say killing, Don. Just say killing. The killing of these people. Not Hamas. The people of Palestine. Not just Hamas, I should say. And that's the things that get me fired up is we are watching war crimes in action and our news media is saying, that's fine. They're telling the people to move south. Well, Hamas isn't letting them or they're hiding within these people or they're hiding in hospitals. Okay, then find another avenue. Or... Get your news media out of the country. If you're going to do atrocious things, then you might not want to have so many eyes on it. Now, this is the clip. I'm going to play this if I can find my fucking cursor. 
I'm sorry I'm so agitated today, but this fucking computer of mine is really pissing me the fuck off. So, this is a person that I should not agree with. This is Barack Obama. Okay? Now, I'm going to play this clip. It's about three minutes long to just listen to it. And I know you're thinking, okay, Don, this is, this is Barack. Why in the fuck are we listening to him? Because he's full of shit. And I get it. I understand. But if you could take three minutes out of your time and just listen to what he has to say, and you'll understand what I'm talking about. Of us being able to act constructively to do something. It will require an admission of complexity and maintaining what on the surface may seem contradictory ideas. That, that what Hamas did was horrific and there's no justification for it. And what is also true is that the occupation and what's happening to Palestinians is is unbearable and what is also true is that there is a history of the Jewish people that may be dismissed unless your grandparents or your great grandparents or your uncle or your aunt tell you stories about the madness of anti-Semitism. And what is true is that there are people right now who are dying who have nothing to do with what Hamas did. And what is true, right? I mean, we can go on for a while. And the problem with the social media and trying to TikTok activism and trying to debate this on that is you can't speak the truth. You can pretend to speak the truth. You can speak one side of the truth. And in some cases you can try to maintain your moral innocence, but that won't solve the problem. And so if you want to solve the problem, then you have to take in the whole truth. And you then have to admit nobody's hands are clean that all of us are complicit to some degree I look at this and I think back what could I have done during my presidency to move this forward as hard as I tried I've got the scars to prove it but there's a part of me that's still saying well was there something else I could have done that's the conversation we should be having. Not just looking backwards, but looking forward. And, and that can't happen if we are confining ourselves to our outrage. I would rather see you out there talking to people, including people who you disagree with. If you genuinely want to change this, then you've got to figure out how to speak to somebody on the other side and listen to them and understand what they are talking about and not and not dismiss it so like i said <laughs> i don't genuinely agree with things he says but in this situation he's right nobody's hands are clean in this situation nobody's 
like I've said this time and time again, it, it might get misconstrued by some of you folks that are listening to this. Oh, he sounds like he's pro-Hamas. He's, pro, he's pro-Palestine. And I am. I'm pro-Palestinian people. I'm not pro-Hamas. I'm pro-Israeli people. Not the IDF. Not Netanyahu. The things that these entities are doing, whether you're talking about the IDF and Netanyahu, or you're talking about Hamas and Bob Johnson, whoever the fuck it is that leads Hamas, I don't agree. Their their problem is is with each other, not with the civilians. And yes, Hamas is killing Israeli civilians. I get that. And ID, but it's almost like we're trying to say an eye for an eye. You're, this is the way I look at it. When, if you want to believe the narrative of 9-11, okay, I did a 9-11 show, you know what where I stand on that whole situation. If you want to believe the official narrative of 9-11, okay, so we were led to believe that terrorists hijacked planes, crashed planes, killed people period right we're not going to go into the details but that's what the story that we are told and that's what we are led to believe then in turn we went after those people or their their groups that they belong to in afghanistan and iraq for some reason but whatever to get the taliban to get osama bin laden to get whoever financed these entities, with the exception of the Saudis, who really financed the situation, but that's a whole story for another day. But anyway, <laughs> um, did we go in and carpet bomb fucking Afghanistan? I mean, kind of, no. But, I mean, we didn't go after just random neighborhoods hoping that maybe someone was there. Now, the thing is about the Gaza Strip is, I mean... And this this is just a reference I'm I'm going to use, and it has nothing to do with the people that live there. But it's a very very small area with a very very lot of people. I think I said two hundred and or two point five million people, and the strip of land is is tiny. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the country of Israel itself isn't much bigger than than New Jersey, and then you take a section of that. And drop 2.5 million people in there. It's like stuffing, what, 10 pounds of shit in a 5-pound bag. And I'm not calling the people shit. It's just a reference, folks. Stay with me. So you have people on top of people in this small area. And then you have Hamas, who, however many people are in that group, surely is a fraction of that 2.5 million population that's there. So in order to get that, let's just for shits and giggles say it's 30,000 members. I could be way under, I could be way over. You're just bombing the shit out of wherever you think these people might be. And then you fault them for having tunnels underneath. Well, the reason they have the tunnels is because there's 2.5 million people in a sliver of land. It's easier for them to move around underground. But in in essence, you, you bomb civilian targets to get to these targets that you may or may not be hitting. And that's where 
we have to disagree. Yes, Hamas is a terrorist organization. And yes, they are targeting civilians in Israel. I get it. But the old lady that lives in Palestine has nothing to do with that. But Don, Hamas is bombing the old lady in Israel. I understand that. But it's not the country or whatever of Palestine that's doing that. And and the reference I made to him, because he wasn't making any sense, was, okay, I'm an American. I'm 100% behind our military. Right? I'm American. And it's go, go Joe. (laughs) Right? So... It, do I deserve to be killed as an American that supports our military? Because I'm American that supports our military? He, his response, his point was, well, you have these Hamas people, these Palestine, I should say, Palestinians that support Hamas. Do they? Well, they're marching in the streets and he's talking about these protests around the, around the world. But I've yet to see, and I'm not saying they don't exist, but I've yet to see one signed or in any of these protests from around the country. And like I said, I think a lot of these protests are paid, put on by paid agitators to, to for whatever reason. Um, but even to that point, I don't see anybody carrying a sign saying, uh, go Hamas, whatever. And then you, you hear the rhetoric while they're chanting from the river to the sea. That means the... The annihilation of the Jewish people. Okay, maybe it does. I don't know. I don't know what that means. It means from the river to the sea. Does it mean that swath of land from where they're at, from the sea to the river? Or does it mean all of Israel? I don't know. We're just assuming we know what they mean. But once again, is it a situation where someone throws out a cadence and the 100,000 people or whatever that are in the march just start, yeah, to the river, to the sea, blah, 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 you know? I don't know. I know this. Innocent people in this situation, you're talking about a, a, a small area of land between, even not even just Palestine, but, but the whole Israel and the West Bank and the Gaza Strip, all that whole situation is... Not a very big area. Sorry, I'm starting to yawn. So, I, I said I wasn't going to go long. Here we are, 50 minutes, right? Uh, <laughs> um, so, you have a lot of people. Israelis, Jews, Muslims, blah, 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 whatever. That are caught in the mix. And it's not right. And it's interesting how with today being Guy Fawkes Day. And we talk about insurrection. We talk about January 6th. We talk about the protests from yesterday and probably today that have gone around this country and around the world. And we speak of the gunpowder plot, treason, and we can't help but wonder, is this circling back around? Now, it was 400 plus years ago that that happened in England. But the world hasn't changed. It's gotten bigger. The world's gotten bigger. Well, what do you mean the world's same size? I'm talking about the world has gotten bigger. 400 years ago, there was no such place as America as far as Europe was concerned. That's what I mean by that. So, anyway, I'm going to call it a day. Uh, I really didn't expect to go this long, but here we are. And guys, it's just something to think about. It's Guy Fawkes Day. Light a bonfire. 
drink some whiskey, some bourbon, whatever you want to drink. Celebrate overthrowing the government, I guess. I don't know. Or trying to overthrow. No, but um, just know that what like what he said. And like I said, I hate to lean heavily on Obama. But you're listening to one side of the truth. There is always two sides to every story. And there's two truths to every story. I've said this God knows however many times when we talk about history. The word itself, history. His story. History is written by the winners. Okay? And we never know the truth. We know one side of the truth. And I think that's where I'm going to leave it. And with that being said, today is November 5th. 5th, guys, please make sure you're following the show. You subscribe. You uh, check us out on social media. Don't Tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, True Social, and the Ticker Talker. Ticker Talkers for drinks only. I'm going to have a new one up tomorrow. Check us out. And uh, you can check us out on Twitter, X Machine at uh, DTOM underscore 1775. And if you are not on social media, that's cool. Check us out on the website, don'ttreadamerica.com. From there, you can still access all the social media branches and uh, the DTOM store. Check it out, guys. T-shirts, sweatshirts, condoms. Shit. Con- no, don't have condoms. Don't. We you Sure. No, no, we don't. We don't have condoms. We have whiskey glasses. Whiskey glasses, what I meant. Check it out, guys. And uh, with that being said, you have a wonderful Sunday for what's left of it. Or a great Monday while you're at work listening to this show. I'll be back on Tuesday with some more rhetoric and bullshit, I am sure. Have a great one.